Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self. And today we're talking about you don't have to be happy all of the time. Happiness isn't everything. But before we jump into that, as always, I want to invite you to come say hi to me on Instagram. I am at Sabrina Joy Perozo. I would love to hear from you and I'd love to chat with you, get to know you. Uh, maybe you have like prayer requests, you need some encouragement, you just want to chit chat. I would love that. If you prefer email, you can send me an email to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you there as well. But again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or again, just to say hey, hi, and hello to me, I would love to hear from you at both of those places. Um, but let's go ahead and jump into our topic. Again, we are talking about you don't have to be happy all the time. Generally, when I think about happiness, like if I'm just thinking of it randomly, not really putting a lot of deep thought into it, I think about a feeling that I always believed would be there to make me feel full. Do you know what I mean? Something that would fill me up and comfort me because it was perceived as the end-all, be-all of emotions, right? It's like, Happiness is what we are aspiring to. Happiness is what we need. That is what will make us feel the best that we could ever feel. And if anything wasn't happy, we should try to eliminate it from our lives. Which, you know, thinking about it in the past, that seemed very reasonable. Thinking about it now, it seems very intense and overdramatic, personally. Because it's just not everything. It's not, and I just, I wanted to make sure that I did an episode about this because, you know, I do have a couple episodes, um, if you look back into the archives, talking about how to be more happier and how to tap into happiness and things like that, which is great. It's helpful because sometimes we can get so stuck in negativity that we don't experience that much happiness at all, right? Even in the best seasons of our lives. But it's also important to remember that it's not everything. It's not everything that we need to aspire to. We don't need to break our back to have this um, idea of happiness when it's different, you know, for everyone as well, which we're going to talk more about. But, you know, the older that I get, the more I realize how complicated, as I just kind of like went over, how complicated happiness is because it's not the same for everyone. Absolutely not. And it can be experienced on varying degrees, different levels. It's not the same, right? It's not just like, you know, you're going to go to the store and you're going to buy this one box of happiness and it's going to fit and just, you know, insert itself into everyone so easily. It's not. Um, and the varying degrees part is so important because, you know, when I was younger, it seemed like if you were happy, it was the top of the scale of positive emotions. You know, I'm thinking about like at the fair when you have that game where you take the mallet and you hit it down on like that, I don't know, that like metally surface and it will like depending on how hard you hit it, it would like shoot to the top, right? And it kind of makes me think of like that, this scale of like the most positive, the highest of heights and that there is nothing higher or more for you to achieve. Uh, if you were happy, right? When in reality, <laughs> you know, which can be harsh and tough and overwhelming sometimes, but in reality, I can, I, you know, I can be, and you can be minimally happy, you know, that base level happiness, or we can be like mediumly happy, if mediumly is a word, uh, or even more than happy, right? We can 
like like really be on top of the world and and more than happy can be like seen as like ecstatic or overjoyed just so much like positive emotions it's not just one level of, of an emotion to have you know it can be so many especially depending on what's going on with you and around you right all of those like the the environment that you're in plays a really big part into what your emotions are doing, right? And, and you know, we can, like, we can say that it doesn't if we just ignore what's going on around us, if it's negative or what have you, or the negative feelings that we're having in deep in ourselves. But no, like, <laughs> like whatever level of emotion that you're having is, is highly dependent upon the environment and what you're currently going through in your life. And, you know, there are also expectations with everyone needing to be happy. There are. Like, if you haven't really thought about that, think about that. Think about the expectations that maybe your family or your friends or your partner, your spouse, uh, maybe even your kids are putting on you or maybe that you're putting on these people, on your spouse, on your kids, right, to be happy. You might not think that you are or you might not realize that other people are doing this to you, but they are. And sometimes they don't even realize they're doing it either because it's this ingrained like function that we have to like, yeah, that's what we need to be. We all need to be happy. That's it. And, you know, I believe it's perfectly fine to just be content in life, you know, which is different than happy. Just like content, just, just fine, right? When people say they're fine and they actually mean it, it's not like I'm fine and you really are like literally dying inside. No, you're like fine. You're like, I'm fine, actually. You know, content is more accepting of life with a positive attitude and happy, really, like you, happy is more like excited about life. Like it's, it's over the top. It's, it's, it's more, but content is still positive too. And then, you know, like in regards to expectations of being happy, then there are the smiling police. And, you know, women typically will see this as like men coming to us and being like, Hey, well, you should smile or why aren't you smiling? And it, it is so irritating to me. It's happened to me before when I was at work and I used to be like a receptionist and the gentleman came up to the front desk and he did not know me. So this definitely happens with a lot of men that like you don't know, um, but then people that you do know and they'll just be like, oh, why aren't you smiling? It's like, it's, it's either that you have like, you know, uh, RBF, which is resting B face, or you're just like thinking about something else or smiling can hurt, right? Anytime I'm on worship team at my church and we're singing and I'm smiling and I'm genuinely smiling, right? Um, but you know, sometimes at the, at the start of service, I'm smiling because it, it encourages other people <laughs> in the service, but also I am genuinely smiling and it hurts. Like if I'm smiling the whole like 30 minute set of singing, it hurts. So maybe you were smiling and you're just taking a break for the sake of your body, but ugh. So these smiling police, but like outside of that experience that a lot of women that I'm sure men too, but a lot of women will experience, uh, these are the people that tell you to smile because it's more socially acceptable to feign or pretend positive feelings than to just be how you are. It's, it, it, it leads me into this tangent of like, when did it become unacceptable to be who you are. And that happened a long time ago. I'm, I'm, I'm very well aware of that, but it, it really just drives that question home of like, when, like, why, why have we come to this point in our life? But you know, it's, it's just so, 
sad <laughs> that we can't just be who we are. And, you know, it's their insecurities, these smiling police and people that are like pointing these out. It's their secure insecurities being placed on you because it's uncomfortable for them to see someone not smiling or even venture into a conversation that isn't positive or easy to breeze through, right? You know, it's very traditional here in the United States for our people to be like, how are you? And then you, everyone will say like, I'm okay, or I'm fine, or I'm good, right? Even if you're not actually fine or good or okay. And it's just this automatic response because we just don't really want to get into it or we you know, feel this like shame or overwhelm or like we're a burden to other people by actually being real about it, especially if we don't know people and it's just supposed to be this like nice common courtesy when I've actually been told, I don't know how true this is, but I have actually been told and I cannot wait to go to Europe to test this out. But then people in other countries like in Europe and and, and other places, uh, they will ask that question and then they'll get real answers. They'll be like, oh, how are you doing today? And they'll be like, oh, I'm having a tough day or it's really rough or I'm okay or or it's fine. Things are going on. Like getting those real life answers. And I feel like you could have these small, like vulnerable, real conversations, even if you are just being asked that question by the, the cashier at the grocery store. But a lot of us, they just like, we don't want to do it, right? It's it's uncomfortable, you know. It's it's uncomfortable to have these conversations. You just want to like breeze through it. It's the idea that being fake, right, about our feelings and emotions and who we are, is easier than being real and vulnerable. Which it is, unfortunately, it really is. It's easier just to pretend. It's easier to put a mask on. It's easier just to be fake. But it shouldn't be this way. And I hope that by Continuing to be out here and teaching people about how to honor and manage their emotions and lean into vulnerability and realize that it's not something we should be ashamed of, of how we feel and what we're going through, that will change. But we shall see. I will continue on my mission and others that are included in that to hopefully make a mark on the world in that area. But, you know, even more so, just talking about how happiness isn't everything, when I feel like a lot of us were taught that happiness is everything. But one of the biggest reasons why you don't need to be happy all the time is that negative experiences are so helpful to us. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it doesn't feel like that in the moment, right? You know, despite how hard and difficult negative experiences are and everything it puts us through and the strain that is on us, these moments can push us to grow and change and continue to become our best selves. Right, and some and becoming our best selves continually all the time, which is something that we are all trying to do. It's a it's a never ending, evolving process. So you don't just hit the ceiling and you're done. It's always happening, but it's important. And those negative things will help. You know, when we experience things like how about guilt, right? It causes us to make things right where we have done wrong. Like we push ourselves to be like, oh man, I feel so guilty about this. I got to go make this right. I got to go apologize. I got to go fix my mistakes. I got to go do something about that. And that's good. And it's it's hard. It's uncomfortable in the moment. It doesn't feel positive, but it is a good thing to do that makes us feel whole and feel fulfilled. And you know, when we are angry, it can cause us to really evaluate what needs to change in our lives or isn't going well and lead us to figure out why that is. Like, and especially if you are learning to manage your emotions, when you get angry about something and you blow up about it and you just have all these reactions, you if you take the time to really evaluate like, wow, what happened in that whole thing? Like, why did that happen? 
Why did that trigger me? How can I fix that for the future? Which is an amazing thing that isn't, you know, this bloom of happiness that we're all supposed to be sitting in, but it is helpful and it is fulfilling and it is purposeful, right? Another reason we don't need to be happy all the time is because happiness doesn't equal fulfillment though. You know, I'm talking about how like going through these negative experiences, these these things that aren't necessarily the most pleasurable things in the world, uh, you know, that's not necessarily inherently happiness, but they do fulfill you because you are doing these things that you know are right and correct and what needs to be done. And just being happy isn't going to just, you know, make you feel fulfilled. Like think about things that make you happy, like seeing a sunset, you know, it, you're happy because it's beautiful and you love it. And it's just like shows all the glory that God has in painting the sky so beautifully. And, you know, another day coming to an end and like recognizing that you got through that day, which is amazing, but it doesn't mean that you're fulfilled, right? You're like, well, that was nice, but I am still empty in, in some places in my heart, in my mind, right? So <laughs> we can be sad and be fulfilled or even exhausted and fulfilled. You know, there are times in life where we have to work really hard, which isn't always fun, right? But it's still something positive and fulfilling for us in the end, like when it's over or when we get to a certain checkpoint or, or just this, this point where we're like, oh, we're realizing, yes, this is absolutely worth it. And, or even like thinking about keeping our promises when we don't really want to, (laughs) when we've said that we're going to do something and following, we have to follow through with it, despite how unhappy it might make us feel or how it's not going to be fun, but we promised it doesn't evoke happiness, right? But we know it's the right thing to do. And that makes us feel good. And that lets us know we're doing the right thing. And that can be fulfilling, And the things that lead directly to happiness aren't always things we should be doing, right? Uh, Like sitting on the couch day in, day out, watching TV, eating unhealthy snacks. Yes, it's important to do those activities um, every once in a while, especially if you need downtime, that's fine. But that that is like your regular routine all the time because you feel like it makes you happy. At some point, it's not going to make you happy because those things aren't... um, going to add up to anything. They, they're, you're not actually pursuing anything. You know, you're not progressing towards anything. If anything, you're actually pulling yourself back because you're, you're not being productive and you're also damaging your health, any sort of progress that you were trying to make towards anything, uh, because you decided to engage in that because in the moment it feels happy, but it's, it's not real happiness, right? Or, you know, taking from someone else for your benefit, even knowing it will hurt someone else, Like that, even though you're happy, other people are happy and that's not true happiness because you're, you're really damaging someone else or being dishonest to get what you want. Like that's not, uh, these things aren't like true happiness and happiness can actually, you know, as shocking as this might be, happiness can actually be selfish if it's based on getting only what you want, even if others are burned in the process. So it's not everything. It's not everything because there's a lot of people out there that are happy because they decided to step on someone else to get to that happy place. Um, that's really, I believe, a facade because you didn't go about it the right way and other people are hurting in the process and it doesn't show any true growth 
or progress or anything that you can really be proud of because you did all of these damaging things along the way without feeling bad about it. And that could definitely lead to you realizing, wow, this isn't real true happiness. Um, But, you know, I also want to make sure that we know we should never pretend to be happy, you know, because like, again, leaning on the expectations that everyone has for us, not everyone, but, you know, I'm being like dramatic, but, you know, a lot of people have for us and we think that we have to be happy. So we pretend to be happy, but we should not pretend to be happy. You know, as someone that has done this for years in the past years, I'm talking years, you could actually forget, like truly, you could actually forget what it means to be genuinely happy when you decide to no longer pretend. So there became a, there came a point in my life where I was pretending to be happy for so long. And then I was like, okay, you know, with therapy and a lot of like self-awakening and honoring my feelings and emotions, I was like, okay, I need to stop. I just need to like be whatever I am in the moment. Um, and not like reactive, but just like feel what I'm feeling. And it was really hard for me to be like, is this happiness or is this contentment? Or is this just blah? Or is this true sadness? Or or whatever it is. Like, it's it can be really confusing. I'm not kidding. Uh, you know, even now, my feelings of happiness can be like all over the place. Because I don't always know uh, how to feel. I don't know if I should be like, up really high in the middle, down below, because it's it's hard for me to regulate like my happiness. But I'm I'm getting through it. Yet to yet to continue to pursue that. Don't give up on that. Um, but I don't want you to be holding your happiness back either. If you are happy, be happy. Okay, I'm not like I'm saying that happiness isn't everything. You don't always have to be happy, but if you are happy, then be happy. Like that's fine. That's beautiful. That's amazing. Something that I struggle with is allowing my happiness to bleed through. It's actually something that I talk with my therapist about probably at least once a month at this point because I'm still struggling to fully, on the regular, let it bleed through because if someone else around me isn't happy, I feel like I can't be happy either because it could make them feel worse. It can make them feel worse. And that's why I'm choosing not to be happy. I will choose to be whatever emotion that they are, which is so unproductive, right? Um, And, you know, this is logical (laughs) if you're a people pleaser and, you know, you're just trying to do your best to be on the same level as someone else. Please them do everything you can for them. But it's actually silly because the happiness you have could actually help someone else be more happy in times of negativity. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't going to be people that will be super annoyed with you being happy when they're not happy, but we are not responsible for other people's emotions and feelings. That's on them. Maybe don't flaunt it and throw it in their face. You're like, hey, I'm the happiest ever, even though you are miserable. Like, okay, that's rude. But you know, just be happy. Let that joy flow through and be what you are, you know, be what you are. Living your life isn't about being happy all the time. You just got to be happy when you are. It's about being your authentic self and leaning into vulnerability and honoring your emotions, positive or negative, because you're going to get both. (laughs) You can't avoid one or the other. There's always going to be a mix, you know, because life brings ups and downs and it's perfectly 
acceptable, perfectly acceptable to experience both and feel no shame about it. So if you're happy, be happy. If you just want to be content, be content. If you are sad, be sad. If you are angry, be angry. If you are confused, be confused. Whatever it is, just be it. Understand it. Honor it. Maybe dig a little bit deeper if you don't understand why you were feeling that emotion. Figure it out. Become more self-aware. And you'll be able to manage your feelings even more. Even better. And really be more in tune with yourself and what triggers you. And what causes you to feel a certain way. And how to manage your reactions with those emotions. And just live your best life, okay? So... That's all I have for you today and talking about how you don't have to be happy all the time, but you just need to be who you authentically are all of the time. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast again with me, Sabrina. I appreciate you listening, sharing, downloading the show. You guys are absolutely amazing. Again, come talk to me on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo or send me an email to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. All of that information is below in the show notes. I love to hear from you. I cannot wait to get to know you. But until next time, have a good one and I will see you next time. Bye everyone.